Welcome to Two Cents with Bents. I'm your host, Dana Bents. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you've tuned into the show before, you will have noticed that I have a new intro video today. So let me, uh, just the countdown timer had a different uh, vibe to it, different music. So I'm trying to see if I like that sound, but let me know in the comments what you think. Um, we have a good show for you tonight. We have a pretty exciting show. Uh, I get to interview a guest who is has just a really good grasp on branding. So I like to think of her as a branding expert. She's actually a social media strategist. Uh, she teaches growth mind. She teaches growth minded small business owners how to tell their brand stories online um, in efficient, effective ways that value their time, energy, and money. So that's a great reason to use social media to save time, save energy, uh, and save money. So she's also an international speaker, live streamer, and has been featured as a guest on a, on tons of podcasts, different live stream shows, just like mine tonight. Um, and so I'm so honored to introduce to you tonight, Christine Gritman. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you're here. I, I love your I love your bio. Um, but before we jump into the show and talk. Today, we're going to talk about personalizing your brand. But before we jump into that, I just want to show the audience a quick, just to give them a little bit of a concept <laughs> or context of, of your branding. So this is just a screenshot of your LinkedIn, uh, just your LinkedIn bio or your LinkedIn page. And I just wanted to bring this on screen because I loved some of the things of your brand. So in your cover picture, it's you with your red branding. And this is like, you just know Christine and red, like that, that's your brand <laughs> color. Um, but then it's also like your, your name and all the, all the places you've been featured in. And then I just love how you, how everything's just right there. Like it says, tell your own brand story. So we know what you do. And I just love that. I love that screenshot. I love your LinkedIn. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, I actually just redid all my headers like a week ago when I was procrastinating doing something oh, nice. else. <laughs> oh, nice. So it was right on time. Yeah. So right I, I kind of had show. my branding sorted down. And then this August, I decided I wanted to take more of a move into the personal branding space. I wanted to, I wanted it to become a thing that I was more known for and yeah. to shift my offerings accordingly. And mm -hmm. I also, at the same time, I, I was a little sick of my fonts. You know, I started seeing them everywhere and I was like, you know, let's, let's be a little more original here. So in August, in August, I always take a step back from client work anyway. 
So yeah. I spent a lot of August sort of strategizing a, a brand evolution, if it were, including geeking nice. out over fonts, that font uh, nice. that is now kind of the scripty one. Yeah. I was using Lobster, but a lot of people use Lobster. And mm -hmm. I was trying to find a retro feeling kind of script font. And I was watching the Netflix series of um, a series of unfortunate events by mm -hmm. Lemony Snicket. I was rewatching <laughs> it. And this annoying character, Carmelita, she has a sash that says False Spring Queen. And I actually screenshotted that. I'm like, I need that font. And I uploaded yeah. it to a site called What the Font. And I was no like, kidding. It's called Thirsty. Thirsty is in common use as well, but no still. No kidding. And, and, oh, what and a great did, story. Yeah, and I did two new two uh, two new headshot shoots uh, with two photographer friends of mine. They were both very different feels. And I'm like, nice. let's get that stuff up there. You know, my old branding was nice. fine, but let's get everything kind of agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I love we're going to talk more today about personalizing your brand, like yep. to who you are. Um, but just for people who don't know who Christine Gritman is, can you give us just a little background, a little bit more background than I said in your bio of how you got into the branding space? Sure. So it's interesting. So I started my career in marketing adjacent positions in the corporate beauty industry in New York City. So when I say marketing adjacent, I mean that I worked with the marketing team, but I wasn't on the marketing team because the people on the marketing team did not go home until like 9 p.m. Uh -oh. <laughs> and even before I was in the suburbs and married with kids, even when I was a young single 20 something in the city, I was like, I wanna go home. I, I like going home. Yeah. So I wasn't a marketer in those companies, but I always worked with the marketing team. I loved branding. Um, I, I did a lot of brand education stuff for a little while. I tended to work with the creative departments as well. I was often in a position where I was a liaison between the creative department and the marketers. And um, so that was a while, but that was before social media was a thing. And I wasn't branding me uh, because I was very much just a very, very small cog in a much larger machine at that point. But that was yeah. career number one. I'm on career number four now. So that was career number one. Career number two, I um, had a kid, had my first kid, and was like, I need to I need to step back and chill. And I became a creative freelancer. I was a graphic designer and a freelance writer, and the writing really took off. So then I had my second kid, career number three, one of my favorite clients from the freelance writing work actually hired me in house, which I count as a totally different career because being in house at a newspaper was a completely different beast from doing some yeah. freelance articles here and there. Oh, and yeah. that not the huge corporation where I worked with the marketing team, but the newsroom was where I was first introduced to, uh, first of all, building a personal brand, second of all, using social media as a marketing tool. Because again, when I was in, when I was in the corporate world, social media barely existed. It certainly wasn't a marketing tool. Towards the end of my time in corporate marketing adjacent positions, uh, social media was starting to be a thing, but they just kind of hired it out. They're like, yeah, I guess we should technically have a Facebook page. Let's just give it to an agency. Yep. It wasn't like a thing. Yeah. And so by the time I got to the newsroom, it was a thing, but it was also fairly new. Like we were part of the beta of Facebook Live. So this oh, was, no and that was only 2015. Isn't that yeah. insane? That's that insane. It was, it was That's insane. Like ago. Facebook Live is such a big part of most brands' yeah. marketing strategies. And so back in 2015, um, journalists, 
uh, journalistic outlets got it. A few brands got it. And then um, it rolled out to anyone with the blue check mark could Ooh, do okay. Facebook Live. And I had a blue check mark um, through being a journalist. Nice. Um, don't tell them I haven't been a journalist since 2016. <laughs> and I'm still special. And, and so I just personal brand day in addition to social media being fairly new so it was a good time to like try things and to kind of make headway there because mm -hmm. they didn't have policies really they're like let's see what works it was throwing spaghetti at the wall and i got to throw a lot of spaghetti which was fun yeah but then also personal branding that was fairly new to the newsroom and i didn't know it because i didn't have a background in journalism i was just capable of stringing sentences together in a pleasing manner <laughs> so I didn't have that training that my colleagues had had of you keep yourself out of the story. The journalist is a non-entity. Right. I didn't have that training. So now they suddenly had this mandate of you're supposed to gather a Twitter following and you're supposed to be chatting with your, you know, people in your coverage area on Facebook groups. And they were like, this is completely counter to everything we've been taught, but it was not counter to what I had been taught. I just like jumped in and swam. And right. so I wound up getting promoted uh, out of my writing position into an engagement manager position that they created just for me, where I helped others to, first of all, brand themselves, second of all, uh, use social media, but third of all, also take those relationships to real life events. So we actually created some real life events where journalists and the communities they covered were able to interact a lot more. And it was really great until I caught the uh, entrepreneurial bug. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and I left in 2016 to start Christine Gritmaning. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Thanks for tuning in. He was my guest last week. Yeah, and I think he, he suggested that we meet. Yeah, so it was it was Tim. So Tim, shout out to Tim uh, and Trusty Coffee and Donuts co-host. So that's your sh that's one of your live stream shows. You have many, right? <laughs> yeah. So I in April of 20. 17, I started a show called Social. And it was a live show Fridays at noon. Fridays at noon is a theme. My show is still Fridays at noon. It's a different show now. Oh, that's awesome. But Social was really great. Social every week, I would just interview a social media expert friend on a different topic. Okay. And it was again, all about social media. Yeah, so many different topics over the years. In fact, I'm kind of going through this backlog of over 100 episodes and incredible interviews with people, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with them. Wow. You know, do I make blogs? Do I try to put together a book? In which case, I'll have to figure out contracts to send to these people because these are their interviews. Right. I, I, I'm going to figure out what to do because I have so much great material there. But this year, I always took August off from the show. August was always kind of my break. And while I was doing this rebranding and being like, I want to become known for personal branding stuff, I decided I also needed to redo my show because social was very much a mixed bag. It was okay. all sorts of different topics in social media. Yeah. And I said, if I'm going to be about branding, I need to be about branding. And so what I launched in September, I can't believe it's still September. This is like September 58th. But yeah. <laughs> um, it's crazy how long this September has been. It's like March. I know. Oh. So you just launched that show this September, not last so September. I launched two things this September. So I decided that in addition to making my Friday at noon, same bad time, same bad channel, but a new show called Let's Talk About Brand, where mm -hmm. I'm interviewing people specifically about personal branding. I'm capping it at half an hour. Previously, it was kind of all over the place. Um, and it's about a specific element in personal branding. Yep. But to go along with that, 
for years I've kind of fought the fact that Twitter was where I got the most traction because I didn't yeah. want Twitter to be where I got the most traction. I wanted oh, okay. to, to be Facebook because I was working with small business owners like mom and pop businesses and they're not hanging out on Twitter for the most part. So I was like killing it with my peers on Twitter. But yeah, I was like, but that's not what I want. And this year I was like, why the heck not? Rock it, make it, yeah. make it, you know, use that to make you better at what you do. Mm -hmm. So I gave into the fact that Twitter's awesome. Yeah. And um, I decided to start my own Twitter chat. I'm a regular on several Twitter chats, uh, Madeline Sklar Twitter Smarter, Agora Pulse Agency Chat, Robin Kennedy Email Hour, Natalie Gregg Lead Loudly. Like there's great Twitter chats out there. And I said, you know what? I'm making a Twitter chat. And it's such a fun Twitter chat. So basically Tuesdays, Twitter Tuesdays, Facebook Fridays. Nice. On Twitter. I love that. Again at noon, I'm keeping it simple. Tuesdays, noon Eastern on Twitter, I have chat about brand. Okay. And it's always, I don't have a guest on the chat, but it is the same topic as I'm interviewing my Friday live stream guest about. Ah, and I also I like have that. a giveaway. I have a sponsored giveaway every week. And basically I ask my sponsor who doesn't pay me, by the way, they just provide the giveaway for my audience. Okay. Um, I have the same giveaway. Um, for both of those shows each week. So basically oh, there'll cool. be a giveaway to someone participating live in the Twitter chat on Tuesday. And um, so people will have the opportunity to enter that. And then the same for people viewing the Facebook live interview show on Friday. So that's, that's been really a great fun. idea. That's a great idea for in getting engagement or yeah. growing your, growing your audience. Yeah. Love Christine's energy. Fun. Oh, Tim, she's incredible Aww. at branding, among other things, and a very supportive human being. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, you it you seem like you are incredible at branding. And that's why I'm so excited to, to, to have this conversation with you. So you have your live streams, you have all your social media Oh, and channels. coffee and donuts. I'm so sorry. Coffee yeah, and, and donuts is brand new and it's very casual. So just Monday mornings, yeah. Tim and I hop on on our personal Facebook profiles, not our professional pages, just our personal Facebook profiles. We mm -hmm. hop on on Monday mornings with coffee and donuts and talk about what's fueling our week. It's very casual. You're not going to get like social media that. tips there. It's not about marketing. It's about just enjoying coffee with a friend on Monday morning. Oh, that's so sweet. So <laughs> why would you say, yeah, I love the giveaway idea too. It's why good. would you say that live streaming is important to branding or why is it important to building a brand? Well, I really like the element of it's you without a net, right? You don't have a script. You, um, especially in an interview situation like this, I mean, I, we were just talking and it's great. And I feel like you can give people the realest sense of who you are because it's that much harder to fake it on a live stream. Mm, interesting. And because yeah, there's no edits. Yeah, there's no edits. Also, I mean, you're looking, you're basically making eye contact with them. You are, um, basically approximating the proximity that you would be in conversation with someone back when we could do that. Right. And, and so it really creates this kind of psychological connection to people like on a deep level uh, where they sort of feel more like they're talking with you. You're sort of in there more, you can make more of a connection. And I love the interactive yeah. element too. You have people like Tim popping on who contribute to the conversation, which I think is so much more valuable than just broadcasting. Yeah. yeah also, I think I'm lazy so and I don't like editing. <laughs> I know. I'm the same way. I love the time that it takes, like how much it saves you time. Yeah. yeah and then you can repurpose the heck out of it. I have an intern now yep. who's actually, um, 
she's adding the captions to my live streams after and then uploading oh, nice. the SRT file. And while she's at it, I'm like, you know what? Also download the transcript and edit with a machete and just like nice. throw together a little summary blog. Yeah. And oh, I'm going to awesome. do more things like that going forward. I'm going to, I'm about to have my husband start uh, editing together YouTube just the facts, kind of the highlights of the show. So it's like a five minute yeah. YouTube video as opposed to a half hour YouTube video where it can be like, here's the highlights from this week's episode. So that'll be yeah. really soon too. Oh, I love that. And I had Stephanie Liu on the show who I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had her. I had, she's so great. I had her on the show a couple weeks ago and she said she has her way of, of, repurposing her content in like 94 ways or something like yeah. that 97 ways to repurpose ryan live streaming is fun it is fun yeah you get to know your guests that's so true you know one of the reasons i started the show was for a networking purpose you know to meet other people building a brand in the same way i'm trying to um, and so live streaming is a great way to network with people because other people want to build their brand by coming onto your show and then you're building your brand going on other people's shows and things and like I'm that. And I'm sharing it with my network. So people in my network who maybe didn't know about you and people who in your network who didn't exactly. know about me, they're now exactly. finding out about both of us. And hopefully, I, I think there's certainly enough enough overlap there in our Venn diagrams where we would be yeah. of interest to a lot of the same people. So that's great. Yeah, yeah I think so too. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of viewers. So I, I work yeah. for StreamYard. I have a lot of viewers who are just starting out live streaming and starting out building a brand. Now mm -hmm. you're pretty much an expert at branding. So what would you, what would you say to someone that's just starting out building a brand? Like what would be your advice to someone just brand new to branding? So there are experts out there who, well, I shouldn't with the quotes because there are legit experts out there who will tell you to think about your audience first. And that's not the way that I go at all. I say, think about inside first, who you are, what your values are, what drives you really, what drives you, the things that stick out to people about you that you also like, and that you can maintain, like they have to be legit. So you're not playing a part. Yeah. Um, and because, because here's the thing, if you make it about your audience, then when you decide to, you want to serve a new audience, you got to shift that you can yeah. make it about what you do. But again, I'm on career number four and I'm not even 40 I mean, <laughs> very soon, but you know, what happens when you shift that? If I had just made right. my personal brand entirely about working for the journal news, I wouldn't have been able to use it to help springboard my new career. Right. So if you right. make it about yourself and if you make it about, um, what drives you and how you can be of service. That's the other thing. You don't want it to be me, me, me. You do want mm -hmm. people to get a sense of your value to them. Yeah. But if you know your values, you'll be able to bring your value. And and so yeah. I, I say, make it about you, make it real, make it something that you really can maintain and that you can take with you. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I like that it's it's more about you and, and people are gonna be drawn to that when you put put you out into the world. So mm -hmm. when we're talking about personalizing that brand, like getting started personalizing, what would be some of your best strategies for really personalizing it to yourself and not like others or something that's maybe not you? One really big thing is do not be afraid to show your face that okay. a lot of people want to hide behind their branding 
or yeah. they want to just do a lot of like quote graph quote graphics are fine use them sometimes that's fine but you know but they want to just do that sort of thing they don't want to show up yeah. with their face they don't want to show up on video they don't want to go live they don't want to do any of that yeah. but you really do need to show up in a different way i feel if you're going to break through that and i would also argue you don't always want to be so on brand that you only show up perfect because mm. that also doesn't resonate with people. If you look on my Instagram right now, there's a ton of pictures of me with no makeup on, just like <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. Because, because if I am always done up, yeah, people are getting to know, like, it almost feels like they're getting to know a character, not like they're getting to know me. And so right. I think that That's it's really point. important to not let being well-branded get in the way of you being human. Yeah, and connecting. <laughs> Connecting is is really, really huge. Sharing those vulnerabilities, sharing, you know, strengths mm -hmm. and weaknesses, um, certainly mm -hmm. having an eye towards helping others and always starting that conversation with others, because that's another thing, especially about social media. Um, when I say your brand needs to come from you, that just means kind of the things that stand out about it. But you should show up ready to serve. You should show up with an interest in other people. That should be part of what drives you if you want to make those connections. Because ultimately, mm -hmm. people connect with what's in it for them. Yeah. And if you're only true. in it for yourself, no one's going to really connect with that. You know, God. you look the same. Well, that's another thing, actually. <laughs> I say that part of why I post pictures of myself like looking like crap, honestly, sometimes is because if someone sees me in real life, I want them to recognize me. I want them to be like, you're Christine Gritman, because that does happen to me, actually. Yeah. No kidding, <laughs> in the grocery it, store. It does happen to me <laughs> in the grocery store. I, I again, awesome. when I built my brand, it was originally hyper-local. Okay. So people around here do know me, and I have had a lot of people just say, I, I follow you on social media and they get all shy. It's very cute. But like, I don't look like this at ShopRite. Yeah, right. <laughs> I oh look like gosh. I looked 10 minutes ago downstairs or whatever time it is. Okay. Half an hour ago downstairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Tim says, what should we not share in our content? Ooh, Bad mouthing other people. I would say that's number one. Mm. Don't, don't even go there. This isn't about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't badmouth other people. There's one person I badmouth in my content on occasion, but um, he's he's a public representative. I feel like that's fair game. Mm -hmm. um, but I but generally, but a lot of people would say don't do that either. Uh, it really just you have to make those draw those lines for yourself. Yeah. But I would say um, generally, yeah, don't badmouth people. Uh, don't steal stuff from people for sure. Um, don't be overly self-glorifying because again people need to see themselves in your mm -hmm. content people also need to see what's in it for them in your content if your content is not drawing them in by asking yeah. for their opinions and by encouraging a conversation with them yeah. or if your content is not giving them something actively whether it's a tip whether it's you know inspiration whatever you're giving to them if they're mm -hmm. not getting something out of it if you're just like sitting there glorifying yourself that's really freaking boring and that's not gonna last so yeah. i would say watch that ratio yeah um that's that's the main things i would say and i'm not saying you only have to be happy fluffy all the time i'm not saying don't share any negativity ever because you know what's going on in your life but right. i i will say negativity about other people or targeted negativity can really bite you 
Yeah, so. that's so true. And Todd says, keep it real. That's mm -hmm. so true. And I think that's another benefit that you mentioned about live streaming. Like they get to yeah. know more of the real you and yeah. that allows people to connect with you so much more. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I was, that. before we officially went live, we were talking about my backdrop here, which gets a lot of attention. Yeah. It is this like cheap Ikea curtain <laughs> on like a clothing Such rack a good idea. Target. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so smart. Keeping it real. I'm in my attic right now, you yeah. know? <laughs> but you're so on brand and you've got your background, you've got your little emoji in your name, yeah. like everything's just matching. Lots like you red. know that Christine is red. <laughs> You so do. Much red. In so, fact, today, someone on Twitter, they, um, someone else who, who does branding stuff, she asked, she's like, when you think of red, what do you think of? And of course, people were naming things like Coca-Cola. A lot of people talked about Taylor Swift. I was yeah. kind of bummed that like nobody <laughs> mentioned me, but I did. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Not, I didn't lead with me. I, I said Coca-Cola, Virgin Atlantic, Target, and me. And <laughs> I love that. So do you think that everyone has to pick a color? Nope. Like I need, I need to be purple and that's it. Nope. You I think, think so. I think that again, it has to come with what stands out about you and what people notice and what you can maintain. And for yeah. some people, some people have a favorite color. Yeah. Some people don't. Yeah. that's fine. Some people okay. have, you know, fonts that they like. Some people don't. I mean, you should be consistent. But the fact I, yeah. I will say you should pick standard colors for the way that you write your brand on, on headers and such. Like, I think it's a good idea to have a color for that or a, or a few colors for that. Even major brands sometimes have a few different colors. Mm -hmm. um, certain types of fonts, um, you know, I think that those things are good to have when you write your brand consistently, but in terms of how you show up in the world, it's not going to be color for everyone. I'm a colorful personality. Um, I think that, yeah. um, I can think of some people where I don't associate them with a particular color, but maybe a particular style of outfit, or maybe they look a very distinctive yeah. way, or maybe they show up a lot live and they have a distinctive set behind them, but it's recognizable mm -hmm. and it has personal items. I actually started to the, to the right of me here. I started putting together like this shelf that had, you know, things that feel like me on them. And then I just oh, couldn't cool. figure out a good way to rotate the camera for my show. I'll, I'm going to do something with that shelf eventually, but yeah, that cool. can be really interesting. Give people little bits of information about you. It can be catchphrases. Yeah. It can just be the way you show up, the way you make people feel. It doesn't have to be a color. You certainly don't have to go dyeing the ends of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mandatory here. It's, it's not. In fact, mine. I mean, my hair is mostly brown now. I'm. I'm kind of letting it fade out because. Oh, was it all red? Full no, on. No, but it's been. It's been very varying degrees of red since since uh, August 2017. Yeah, oh, it's been okay. very varying degrees of red, and I'm kind of, cool. you know, I'm kind of getting over it. So we'll yeah, see. <laughs> something new. Who? How cool. Okay, Tim says, Dana, did you start this show for your own personal brand? Yes, I actually did, Tim. So I do another live stream show. Uh, it's called the StreamYard Spotlight, but that's for work. And I just interview people who use StreamYard. And so I felt like I was really missing out on running my own show and getting to do my own thing. Um, and that's why I started this show. So 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad I put the show together mainly because of who I've gotten to meet through it. Like you, Christine, and I don't know if I met Tim. I think I knew Tim before my show. Um, but people who've tuned in, Tim Sohn is rocking the comments here. Yes, he, he <laughs> always so does. True. He's a I know he does. Friend. He is so supportive. Yeah, and he's been tuning in quite a bit. Um, so it's, it has been so fun uh, to to get to communicate with other people uh, in the same space, people who are interested in the same things. Is there a theme to this show? Well, my theme is pretty much, I mean, you can kind of see the theme. My purple has been the color I've chosen. Um, But it's, I talk all about marketing and branding and that's, that's how I pick the guests that I want to have on the show. Well, there you go. So you, I'm so happy we got to talk about branding, especially personalizing a brand, because that's what I've been working on. Like, how can I make this more like Dana? Like you've made your brand so much like Christine. So I want to, my last question. So if someone wants to, like if someone is starting to build their brand, but they want someone like yourself, like a social media strategist to help them, like, what would that look like? How do you help people build their social media or build a live stream or help them with their brand? It's very interesting because you're asking me at a time when I'm in the process of changing it. So I'm figuring out the details of that. But the way it has been um, most recently is generally I would, um, this is before I was really doing personal branding work, but it was part of the work that I was doing. But what I mainly do is I don't do social media for my clients, I teach them how to do it for themselves better. And so that always starts out with branding with kind of diving into that and figuring out a lot of the core of who are they? What do they want to put out there? How can they make it consistent and unique and memorable? How do they want to show up in a consistent way? What can they do consistently? And and who are they talking to? And where do they want to be? So we, we go through all of that. And make sure we get their profiles nice and strong so their profiles do some of that work passively for them, which is great. Nice. Because your profile should be working as hard as your content is. I mean, you you showed at the beginning my banners and stuff. I mean, that is telling you stuff about me before you read anything else. Yeah. So I help people figure out um, all of that. I help them figure out how to make content in a way that's not going to drive them insane. Nice. And, and, you know, take all their time away from what they do for a living. Yeah. Um, and, and so now what I'm starting to do is, is first of all, I'm figuring out the ways that small business owners are working a little differently during this time. Mm, You know, they're feeling simultaneously more squeezed for time, but also like they need this and they need accountability. So I'm sort of restructuring my packages to emphasize the accountability and to get more done in less time. But I'm also starting to, um, open up as a separate offering, personal branding work where I can I can work with fellow marketers too because so many marketers don't know how to market themselves so I can work and I can work with solopreneurs with people in industries that maybe weren't thinking so much about social media specifically but they're recognizing the importance of a strong personal professional brand maybe even just for someplace like LinkedIn but they're trying to figure out how to present themselves to the world and create that right impression so um, that also is more of a coaching modality. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it for them. Right. You're telling <laughs> I, them how to do You're teaching them how to fish. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's part therapy, I got to say. And I've been saying that yeah. about my social media work, too, because first it's breaking down the blockages. 
Yeah. People feel weird about social media. People feel very weird about personal branding. So it's breaking through those blockages. It's helping them recognize what's awesome about them because what's awesome about them is usually the stuff that they've been trying to hide to seem normal. Right. So <laughs> helping break yeah. through that, figure out what's awesome, figure out what they can put forward, and then helping them make sure that that message gets out there digitally. Yeah. I love that. Wow. How neat. How neat, Christine. Well, it's been it's such really a fun. pleasure. It is so much fun. And you make branding seem like a fun concept. I'm fun having topic. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this. I, I check in with people like my husband and my family, and my good friends every now and then. I'm like, still real, right? I'm not like the me online <laughs> still feels like the person you hang out with eating like planters cheese balls on the couch. They're right. like, yeah. <laughs> No, you're you. I'm like, okay, cool. Just make I sure. love that. I love that. So, Christine, where can people follow your shows? Where can they connect with you? Where can they talk to you, learn yeah. more about you? So, I'm the only Christine Gritman, which is awesome because my Come maiden on. name is you shared lucky. with you people. Yeah, so <laughs> I've not had to share a name in a very long time. So, That's I'm the awesome. only Christine Gritman. I'm C Gritman on Twitter and on Instagram. Christine mm -hmm. Gritman Inc. on Facebook. I do have a YouTube channel. It's just not awesome. I also on LinkedIn, of course, Christine Gritman. And the best places to find me yes. are, again, I mentioned Monday morning just on my personal Facebook. Don't like friend me if we don't really know each other, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's uh, Coffee and Donuts with Tim. But then my professional ones are Tuesday on Twitter at noon, I have my chat about brand. And then Friday on Facebook at noon, I have my Let's Talk About Brand Facebook Live show. So Tuesday, Twitter, that. Friday, Tuesday. Facebook. And that's so easy to remember. Tuesday, right? Twitter, Friday, Facebook. And it's and noon Tuesday. Eastern both days yeah, so that so my easy. California people can get up and watch it. My British people nice. can watch it and then go to the pub if they're still open. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. easy to remember. And Tuesday is just you and Friday has guests, right? Yes, though I have to say yes. the community that shows up for chat about brand on Tuesdays is blowing me away week after week. I I, no I love kidding. them. No yeah. kidding. And that's just on Twitter. You're not multi-streaming to yeah, any platform. That's just a Twitter chat. That's not a video. I it's love it. just, although I have my GIFs, the, the question oh, graphics, yep. I'm, I'm known for my GIFs. My you are. <laughs> I know. I've seen so many of those on, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, oh thanks, great Kelsey. show. Kelsey, Kelsey, she's my producer and sister. Thanks, Kelsey. Thanks for tuning in. Yay. Your energy is contagious. That's so true. I think Tim said that, uh, that your energy, you, he just loves your energy. And, I and he's hung out with me in real too. life. So he knows I'm keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows you're the same on camera, off camera. He's hung out with me right here in my tiny little village of Nyack, New York. So he's, he's, I love yeah. that. Oh, how fun. Well, Christine, it's been an honor having you on the show. Thank it's you for taking the time. on the show. Thank you, Dana. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, how fun. What a great guest. Christine has so many insights about branding and customizing. And I think just having her on the show, getting to see how she comes onto a show with her background and her colors, it's just, it's all matching. And it just, it, it, kind of brings it all together. Um, and I, I love all the comments. I see Todd in the comments asking, uh, Dana, are you producing this show or is someone else producing this with you? And I do have a producer. Uh, it's my sister, Kelsey. She's doing all the, she's managing all my comments and all my, um, all my lower thirds so that I could pay attention. Yep, there she is. <laughs>
Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We went a little over our time, but we will see you next week, uh, every Tuesday at 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. EST. Thanks again for tuning in.